Hello and welcome to episode 11 of I Don't Know The Podcast, Time Travellers. From H.G. Wells to that movie where Michael J. Fox goes back in time to bang his mum, tales of time travel have always been around, all the time. But is time travel possible? Is there anybody that can prove they're from a different time? And what can they tell us about the future? I don't know the answer to any of those questions. So listen on to find out what else I don't know about time travelers. According to Einstein, time is relative. His theory suggests that space is three-dimensional, while time is a fourth dimension that provides direction, always forward, or something. But you didn't come here for a math lesson. We've all tried to make our own time machines. Mine is a box with a clock in it, and wires connected to a tennis ball with nails in it. It doesn't work yet, I just need some plutonium. But apparently there are some people who have managed to get time travel to work. We all know about John Titor. Or, if you don't, look him up. More recently, especially in the British tabloids, a procession of supposed time travellers from the future have been appearing in dodgy looking videos and warning us about all sorts of terrors in the future. And that's what we're going to look into this week. Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. From the future, I came here in a time machine that you invented. What you consider as UFOs are actually time-space craft. Shocking details about aliens and time travel. Michael Phillips is a British guy who turned up in the Daily Express newspaper in 2018. The Daily Express is a tabloid newspaper that specialises in scaring the shit out of old people. It's a newspaper that is pro-Brexit, anti-immigration, and in the lead-up to the Second World War was pro-Nazi. It also happens to be where a lot of these time travel stories drop. Michael claims he was born in 2043. He posted this video to tell us about himself. You might think, wow, people in the future have really deep voices, but actually his voice has been disguised by some recording stuff. I also can't describe what he looks like, as it's a black blank screen. My name is Michael Phillips, and I... I'm a time traveller. I was born in 2043. At the age of 18, I joined the army, had a 
few years there, and then I was recruited into the, uh, the SAS, the, the 21st SAS Regiment to be exact. That's the SAS, Britain's most elite fighting regiment, not the SS, which would have been much more popular with the Daily Express. We um, carried out a number of missions in countries that I'm not allowed to name because I've signed the Official Secrets Act. You're not allowed to name countries when you've signed the Official Secrets Act. And from there, I was contacted by a government department that called themselves Section 18. They told me they were a reconnaissance unit. However, it turned out to be something quite different. So I was then transferred to um, MOD Boston Down. And there, they took me into a hangar. And in that hangar, I saw this eight-foot sized spheroid object. I was then briefed on what this, actually, this object actually was. Turns out it was a time machine. A time machine? I didn't see that one coming. So how does this eight foot wide time machine work? This time machine, it uses two uh, micro singularities, one at the top and one at the bottom, to power the craft into a, um, it creates a gravimetric, gravimetric distortion and distortion then tears a hole in time space. Hmm, that could just work. Actually, I don't know. Advanced physics is not my strong point. What you consider as a UFOs are actually time-space um, craft. They have the ability to travel in space and also time. Many UFOs that you do see in the skies are in fact time travelers. So time machines also fly in the sky? My time at Boston Down, um, I embarked on a number of missions. Um, the first was to the year 2138, um, which was very interesting because it was not at all like I know the Earth to be now. In fact, it was rather polluted um, and, and people are quite tribal and uh, it wasn't a pleasant place to be. 2138 sounds a lot like present-day Croydon. Anyway, a little bit more about um, my time, 2075. Um, all in all, it's not bad. There were a number of Earth changes, which I do want to warn you about, which did change the Earth. Um, global warming continued. Um, the major governments of the world did nothing to do to change that at all. So this is kind of a plea to change your ways. To be fair, I could have said that without claiming to be from the future. Another time traveller from, I think it was 2038, he came back. His name was uh, Titor. I think you'll find it's pronounced Titor. Um, he came back to 2000, I do believe. And he thankfully stopped a civil war in America, which was supposed to kick off in 2008. Um, however, he got involved with the American intelligence authorities and the time traffic program there. And it was decided that America needed a single unifying event to uh, bring the country together and to avert a civil war. And that event was 9-11. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Tito went back, I do believe it was May of 2001, just before Vietnam happened. So that's what happened there, and he did change the timeline so the Civil War in 2008 didn't happen. Um, more towards um, where we are now, <clears throat> where I am in 2018, which is odd because it's the first time I've travelled backwards in time, I've always travelled forwards. Um, there is a limited nuclear exchange in 2019, March of 2019. It is now 2020, and I think I would have remembered that. That does involve North Korea. They attempt to launch a nuclear missile at Honolulu in Hawaii, and then um, the US responds with two cruise missile, uh, uh, nuclear-laden missiles to Pyongyang and takes that out. Nope, still don't remember any of this. So, King John Un was no more at that point, and a lot of his government was taken out too. Uh, with the turmoil that ensued after that, World War Three did start in 2020. Wait, that's now? It was a limited war though, thankfully. It only lasted three years. Um, China and Russia um, were against the UK, America, and a few other countries. He can't name countries because of the Official Secrets Act. And all in all, it was a, a very fast but brutal war. Countless millions were killed. Uh, nuclear weapons were used in a very limited capacity. Very limited, thankfully. Just battle, battleground nuclear weapons. Now, I'm no expert on modern warfare, but I'm not sure there's such a thing as a battleground nuclear weapon. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh yes, 2022, uh, California, LA to be exact, is hit by what they term the big one. There was a very, very massive 10.2 uh, magnitude earthquake there, which completely decimated the city. Um, you have to crack the fault line straight across California. Um, as a result, California sits a good 10 feet lower than it used to. Um, with rising sea levels, that did cause California and surrounding areas to be flooded and to no longer be habitable for people. People had to move out. Aren't there already parts of LA that aren't habitable? Um, what else can I tell you? Donald Trump, uh, here we go. He clung to power for two terms, tried for three. However, he was impeached and he was finally got rid of. Uh, then you had uh, um, Oprah Winfrey, believe it or not, to try and run for um, the presidency. You get health care. You get health care. You get health care. She was not successful. There was a man called Michael McIntosh who actually um, succeeded. I'm not sure if uh, he's a name that's about at the moment, but that was in the mid to late uh, 2020s. It just so happens that there is another so-called time traveller called Michael McIntosh, who does claim he'll be president in 2024. He also claims he worked with Barack Obama on a secret time travel programme on the planet Mars. Uh, oh, on the plus side, um, in the mid-2020s, 
we did land on Mars. We had the first land on Mars, which was good. Um, it wasn't by NASA at all, it was by SpaceX and Elon Musk. Uh, they sent a number of missions up there in the early 2020s to prepare for the amount of mission to Mars. Um, by 2032, there was a lunar and Martian base. And towards my, when I was born in 2043, we were beginning to make commercial efforts to reach out to the solar system, to mine uh, the asteroids and the moons of Jupiter for resources. So there are quite a lot of trillionaires in my time who own their own space stations and they are very powerful people, you don't want to cross them. Oh great, as if billionaires aren't unbearable enough. But now Michael tells us what time travel is actually like. It is, uh, how can I say, it, it, it utilises the singularities and forces the energy inwards for the time travel aspect. If you want to travel in space, you create a gravimetric wave outside of the sphere itself and you can ride on that wave and get to a location in space very, very quickly. In terms of one of the times I went uh, forward um, in time, uh, let me just try and pick up an interesting one. Yes, um, I went to the 2432 and the world, thankfully, was a lot different again, but it was different in a positive aspect. The atmosphere and pollution, that was all cleaned up, thank God. Thank God! It was very nice, actually. It was very green. There was lots of flowers everywhere. Um, everyone appeared to speak English. However, I'm not sure if that was them speaking English or they had some kind of implant where they could understand English or speak in their language and you understood their language or what. Um, buildings were exceptionally tall. They were just huge glass towers. There were numerous cars which were flying and Trumming in what I assume were highways in the sky. This just sounds like every ten-year-old's world of the future artwork. People were friendly. They were open. They weren't afraid to come up to you and say, Hi, who are you? Where are you from? So he didn't land in London then. Michael goes into the origins of time travel. Time travel itself. Well, back in, uh, I think it was 1947, the US government uh, captured a time-space craft. And this craft, it took them a few years to figure out what it can, it couldn't and can, can actually do. They tried to retrofit, uh, retrofit some uh, supermagnets onto a ship one time, I do believe. And unfortunately that did not go well. It, do, it did not travel in time. It traveled in space, it traveled approximately 30 or 40 kilometers down the coast. And when they did find this uh, ship, this US Navy frigate, all the crew members were fused into the ship. And it wasn't a nice sight, so they hadn't quite perfected it back then. Um, officially, time travel was invented and perfected in 1975. 
1975 is the same year Bill Gates forms Microsoft. Um, there are a number of operatives who went backwards in time mainly because they wished to try and change uh, various historical events such as World War II. However, they were not successful whatsoever. Uh, in fact, a lot of their efforts were making the changes and making what happened a lot worse. So if you've got any questions about what I've seen in the future, I think that you'd be more interested in that. I'd be more than happy to uh, do another video and say, right, this is what's happened. Thank you. Yeah, I do have a lot of questions, actually. Questions like, how many people are there in 2075? What function does AI have in the future? And how good are sex robots in 2075? Next up is Casper. He's Russian or something. He says he travelled from 2075 also to our time now. And he has to warn us about what happens in the future. Hi, I'm Casper. I am time traveller from 2075. And I've come back to year 2019 to tell the public the truth about time travel, how time travel works, and secrets that are being withheld from you. Casper is dressed like a member of Kajagoogoo, and he's wearing some kind of future gloves on his hands. He's also pixelated his face out, and he's wandering around a place that looks like where Walter White parked his RV. In this video today, I'm going to reveal very shocking detail and show you shocking evidence that is proof that I am from future. Alright then, let's see this. In my previous video, I have showed you a picture of Los Angeles, California, underwater in the future. And I'm going to show you that picture again right now. The picture is a regular photograph of downtown LA, but it's all blue. On the one hand, we can be sad that LA is underwater, but on the plus side, Snappy Snaps is still open in the future. You may see buildings sticking out of water. And in this picture, you can see taken from underwater, showing Los Angeles, California underwater in the future. But you may not see translucent bubble built around city, in which city is still functioning even though it is underwater. City is still functioning. Oh, so they built an underwater dome and the city is safe. And you may still go to city and it's being preserved like a museum. Well, thank God they preserved all that, um, culture? But the real Los Angeles, California is moved inland in California, and it still does exist, and it's still on land, this very futuristic city with flying cars everywhere, tall buildings going into the clouds, amazing futuristic city in future. Flying cars and shit. Old LA in a dome underwater. New LA moved to Riverside. What have these time travelers got against LA? And what else has Casper got for us? I have much shocking evidence to show you. And I cannot wait to show you this food from the future. Food from the future? What could it be? Um, self-cooking chickens? AI vegetables? Now I really am a time traveler from the year 275. And I want to prove it to you in the best way that I can. 
and I've done much looking into whether what I'm about to show you today, actual foods from the future, will cause a paradox. And that it's to my best of knowledge that what I'm going to show you today will not cause paradox. Come on, get on with it. I want to see these space lobsters of the future or, or future desserts. But he rambles on about how he could cause a paradox by showing us too much and then goes completely off topic. If you are watching this and we go back to a time closer to when you're watching this, in year 2028, less than one decade after you are watching this video, there will be a few major shocking details I must inform you. First major shocking detail is extraterrestrial aliens is revealed to the public. It is finally known that aliens are not only real, not only is there intelligent life out there in the universe, but that intelligent, such intelligent life is visiting us as humans. Okay, keep an eye on that year. 2028 is alien year, apparently. Aliens are real and aliens integrate in with society in year 2028. Now with these aliens coming, they bring great peace and prosperity across the world. It puts the world into a golden age. And such golden age is very good for humanity and it brings many great medical advancements and technological advancements and it is a very great thing as a whole when aliens come in 2028. So the aliens come and it's great and there's a golden age of technology but there's still a massive flood in 2063 that wipes out LA. Also in year 2028 is time travel technology revealed to the public. Time travel technology is real and it is revealed to the public in 2028. This may sound shocking, hard to believe. Technology can advance so far in a mere 10 years from when you are watching this video. But I can assure you that I'm telling the truth and time travel really will be released in 2028 and you will be able to look back at this video and you will see that I was telling the truth and nothing but the truth. Challenge accepted. But what about the food? And you'll see this when time travel is revealed in 2028. The actual technology of time travel was invented in year 1981. Still no food. And didn't Michael say that time travel was invented in 1975? But it is kept secret and hidden from public until year 2028. And the reason I'm able to tell this to you, and this does not cause paradox, these major shocking details about aliens and time travel, is because I know that many of you who watch this video will not believe a single word of what I'm saying, and that is totally fine. You'll be able to look back at this and say, wow, there really is time travel. And you'll know that I'm telling truth. But as of right now, there'll be many people who watch this video who do not believe what I'm saying. I know this. Well, he is right about one thing. Also in future, whole world comes together as one. When aliens come around year 2028, around year 2030, the entire world converges into a single nation. There are no longer borders in future. Now countries still keep their good 
traditions and things of that nature. But there is no longer borders. Oh, looks like Trump's war was a waste of money then. And there is a single one currency that you can use in any country throughout the world. Now whether you are in United States, Canada, Russia, Mexico, Bolivia, Argentina, any country throughout the entire world. What about Great Britain? Any country throughout the entire world. Uh, what about Belgium? Any country throughout the entire world. What about... France? Any country throughout the entire world. What about Iceland? Any country throughout the entire world. Ah, I'm glad we got that sorted out. But if I want to pay for things in any country in the whole, in the whole world, how am I going to get there? There is great technology advances in future, and you will see what I'm saying is true. Most people live in big cities in future, and transportation between such cities is often carried by underground transport systems that connect all of North America and Europe. So you may travel underneath the world's oceans to other countries and other continents. Underground, under the ocean tunnels? Just North America and Europe? I've already been to those places. Between almost every continent except Antarctica. Phew, that's better. You may travel in underwater, in underground transport systems that are enclosed in a vacuum. And you are shot through vacuum in a cart of sorts. And you can go to any country, almost any country, throughout the entire world. This is a very shocking thing that come in future. And it's very revolutionary for transportation and for human living as a whole. Great. But I'd hardly call it shocking. And he still seems to have forgotten about the future food he promised us. In the future, the government give food to give to every single citizen throughout the entire world. The world hunger crisis is solved in the future. The biggest problem facing humanity in future is global warming, but food hunger crisis is solved, and there is no longer hungry people throughout the world. There is free food provided for everybody in the world. Government food? I'm not sure I like the sound of that. And like I've stated in today's video, I'm going to show you such food. I'm going to show you food from the future and you will see what i'm saying is true and you will see actual food from year 275. i have such food right here and i'm going to be showing it to you in this video well get on with it as i've stated i cannot say exactly how food is made i cannot give you exact chemical compounds of which food is composed of but i can say that such food is very plentiful in future and government provided for free for every citizen of the world and the government in future is not like government of your time in 2019 shit he's gone off on a tangent again government in future is composed of 10 individuals who help run an artificial intelligence robot that helps run the world and the world is divided into seven districts and such 10 individuals who help the artificial intelligence computer 
Intelligence in government, artificial or not, would be a welcome change. Are very good, and they have the best intention for humanity. And such food, taking just one of such food that I'm going to show you, can make it so you are able to live an entire day. At last, he's going to show us the food. It gives you all nutrients you need for your day. So you take one of such food that I'm about to show you in this video every single day, and then you are able to live for the rest of the day. And every 24 hour period, you take another one of the food that I'm about to show you. So now, I promise to show you it. In previous video, I've shown you evidence I'm from future. I've shown you Los Angeles, California underwater. I've given you shocking details about the future in which you will see what I'm saying is true. And now, I'm going to show you food, actual food from the future. Here is actual food from year 275. Motherfucker! It's just a jar of white round pills. It, it's not even a futuristic jar, it's just a regular glass jam jar with a screw-on metal lid. Round white pills. Fuck you, Casper. And fuck your stupid food pills and your fucking stupid future gloves. You know what? That video was over 30 minutes long, and I had to watch it all. All of it. Just to see some fucking white pills. Episode 11. Time Travelers. The Epilogue. So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that time travelers don't like Los Angeles. No longer be hugged up people. We learnt that you can't name countries if you've signed the Official Secrets Act. In countries that I'm not allowed to name because I've signed the Official Secrets Act. And we learnt that one of the few pleasures in life, namely food, will be replaced by some stupid fucking pills. Actual food. From the future. I don't know why these guys release these videos. As time goes on, their claims of World War III and other things are always proven to be wrong. Although they usually come back and say that the timeline changed. Their predictions are mostly about things we already know about, or could easily speculate on. Personally, if I could time travel, I'd be, I wouldn't be putting out badly made videos. I'd go the Biff route. I'd be betting on sports, making sure I knew the lottery numbers for the year I'm going to, and I'd probably steal some popular songs too. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Jones, we've been waiting for you. Won't you?